Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the 75th bi-weekly celebration of freedom. Uh, <laughs> this is the Life Short Live Free podcast. I'm your host, Sam. To my left is Box. Directly across from me is Johnson. It is a beautiful Sunday morning, sitting in the studio, enjoying some... Well, Johnson's enjoying a tomato beer. Box, you're drinking whiskey. I got to break out the whiskey. We got the whiskey of the week coming up, so... How you boys doing this morning? I think it's uh, I'm I'm doing well. I'm I'm happy. I'm stoked, stoked to be here. Talk about freedom. How why about that, you, John? Why is that word so weird? What stoked? Stoked. Like you stoke a fire. Does that mean you're fired up? Yeah. Is that what that means? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I think that is that is what it means. Huh. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm doing okay. Good. Good. You guys do any American this week? I certainly did. Nope. Nope. I mean, I took pictures of guns. I made videos of guns. How'd those, uh, how'd those uh, pictures come out for for uh, Helios? I haven't finished all of them yet. How about the video? It's, yeah. It, it, I had about 19 f***ing mental breakdowns throughout the making of it, but yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's typical for you, though. No, that's this, about on average. <laughs> this, this, it, was a, it was a rough week. It should have taken me one day. It took me four. Why? I I couldn't concentrate. I couldn't focus on anything. Fucking Wednesday, ten thirty at the more in the morning. I was drinking in the shower. <laughs> it was a rough day. Well, Jesus, dude, get <laughs> a rough go of it. When you need whiskey in the morning, that's it wasn't whiskey. It was, it was a truly. <laughs> oh, one of the real manly ones. Hey, there ain't nothing wrong with a nice, refreshing truly in the shower. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Ten thirty on a Wednesday morning. Of course, it's Sunday morning, and we're sitting here drinking, so you know we can't really say much. I suppose it'd be a weird <laughs> Sunday morning if we weren't drinking. <laughs> it would. It would. I would agree with that. Welcome to the Church of Whiskey. Uh, myself, I got um. I go back and forth. You guys know me. I like get it really big into certain things, you know. Johnson, you and just then you like, forget about it in six months. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. But right now, I'm real. Ba- I'm real big back into reloading. I've been doing. I've been reloading for like ten years, but um, I'm got back into it this uh, past few weeks just because it's super relaxing to me. Like my girlfriend has a rough day and she goes and does yoga or whatever. Me. I sit in front of the reloading bench and make ammo. That shit is just, I don't know why. I just, I just fucking love it. Just, oh, I sit down and play Tarkov and really question my life choices. I, I still don't know what Tarkov is. <laughs> you guys still haven't explained it to me. That's okay. Is it like a first person shooter? What is? Yeah. It's okay. like an ultra realistic first person shooter. Is it better than Call of Duty? Yes. By far. Oh, all right. No, there's just something about just, just making ammo that I, that I I really enjoy. I don't know why. I don't. We we don't even really shoot that much. I'm just like making ammo and loving it. So that's how I America. I, but I like hoarding ammo. Yeah, yeah. That's nice too. That's <laughs> nice too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is, but like I can probably once every other week or so, I'll go down to like my gun room and just kind of check on everything. Take inventory. Scrooge McDuck at ammo. And yeah, and then just like, hmm, you know, I've only got four thousand rounds of five five six. I could maybe I maybe I should look into getting a little more. You know, just like <laughs> Don't lie, dude. You got a kiddie pool down there, you look dump at it all stockpiles in. of ammo and just go, hmm, 
Maybe I need some. Water. You got a kiddie pool down there. You dump it all in and get naked and roll around in it, don't yeah, you? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> it's actually not a kiddie pool. It's one of those uh, little tykes turtle sandboxes. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. I love it. I love it. Uh, well, uh, before I forget, this podcast is. Oh, he's going to remember the sponsored, week. right? All on my own. You guys didn't even yell at me. <laughs> the first sponsor is Ballistic Imagery, photography, videography, and wall art for those of us that love freedom. Take your business to the next level by giving it to Look It Deserves. They can provide you with product photos for your website, images for an advertisement, content for your social media, or even film a commercial. Or if you're just looking to hang something on your walls, check out BallisticImagery.com. Use coupon code LSLF21 for 10% off your order. Ballistic Imagery, bulletproof quality. See for yourself on BallisticImagery.com and Facebook. We're also brought to you by ShyWorks, Iowa's customer preferred Cerakote applicator. We do serve the entire U.S., so check us out at ShyWorks.com or on social media as well. Um, anything you want from camouflages to battle-worn finishes to theme builds to anything your anything your heart can think or your heart can desire, um, you can uh, just tell us whatever you're thinking and we'll make it a reality. So check us out at ShyWorks.com. You can use coupon code LSLF10. You can get 10% off. Everything in your cart, mag bases, uh, laser mags, Glock, uh, ma uh, back plates, all sorts of stuff. So check them out at shyworks.com. And uh, that's all I that's all I got to say about that. Should we should we dive into this here uh, this here whiskey that Johnson's not looking forward to? No. Scrooge McDuck into this Irish whiskey of the week. Yeah, this one is called Two Gingers. Uh, it is, uh, it's an Irish whiskey, which is why Johnson is not, is not digging on it. Um, what's it say about it there, Box? Smooth, malty, and slightly sweet with a tingle of honey and citrus. Two gingers, a woody essence, suggests woody. caramel mm -hmm. and vanilla to the finish. Drink neat mixed with ice or with friends. Did you say, oh. <laughs> did you say vanilla till a finish? Vanilla to the finish. To the finish. <laughs> I was like, like vanilla what? Vanilla to the finish. I like how it says drink neat mixed with ice or with friends. <laughs> like, well, you can either be a fucking loser on your own or. <laughs> hey, I enjoy whiskey at night by myself occasionally. Yeah, you're an alcoholic. Uh, I was actually reading. Where, what did I do? I looked up some whiskey the other day. Um, this, the last whiskey we had, Larceny. Yeah. Because I was, I couldn't remember what proof it was, so I looked it up when I was doing the podcast. And there's people that actually review whiskey on these, like you know, you can buy oh, liquor course. online, mm -hmm. and there's people that actually review them. These people, and they know what they're talking about. No, like we're over here, like, yep, it smells all right. The nose smells. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the nose smells good. <laughs> we're over here, like you know, we don't say. We just say basically say it's smooth. They're like, this starts off with a hint of vanilla and coconut. That's what those kind of people do. And and they're using all these terms and they're like getting all these, you know, naming all the flavors in it and, sh and shit. And we're just like, tastes yep, like this one's pretty good. This I, tastes like whiskey. I think it must make them feel like sophisticated or something. Right. Well, it's just like wine. I mean, people do the same thing with wine, but. I got to get that first sniff shake out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't smell horrible. It doesn't smell super strong. What uh, proof was this? It was 80. It 80? 
Mm. I don't know about that. As far as Irish whiskey goes, it's not bad, but I just, the flavor's not. Really I'm not. Great. I'm not. The flavor's really weak. It doesn't have much flavor. I, I thought that was. Just it's smooth. Mean. It is smooth. It's not but like it's just, bam in your face. Um, it's, it's uh, what what it's very tame and plain to me. Let's see. This smooth, malty, and slight, slightly sweet with a tingle of honey and citrus. Are you guys getting honey and citrus? Nope. No, or I'm getting woody, uh, most, are you getting a woody essence? I'm getting mostly a whiskey taste. Are you getting yeah, any woody essence a lot of whiskey. that suggests caramel and vanilla? I could see... <sighs> any of that? Nope. I mean, vanilla? Yeah, I can get that a little bit because it does... I can I can get I can get on board with the vanilla caramel no see we don't have those fancy glasses that we can swirl it all around well and citrus our palates aren't cleansed right didn't cleanse our palate beforehand how nope. does one cleanse a pa- a palate there's some what is it that that's supposed to do that some cucumber, kind of cucumber ain't it really I'll find out hmm there's there's certain types of foods and drinks that you can use to really cleanse the palate so you can. Your mouth is ready to accept all the flavors of the next thing you're going to eat. You know, white bread, crackers, pineapple. pineapple. This actually, it's a very. I th- I feel like this is a good sipping whiskey. You throw a little bit of ice in here. <clears throat> I think this is a very good sipping whiskey. It's not. It's not potent. It's not like in your face, bam, strong. Yeah. But it's got. I I think it's got some decent flavor to it. Um. I can't hardly find the flavor. Maybe you got the vid. Yeah, there's not much there. I, I like it. I like it. I'm going to rate this uh 3.9 out of 5. 3.925. I'll go slightly above middle, 2.6. Just because you don't you don't it's really plain. feel much favor, flavor? No. I, mean, I I don't really get much of any flavor at all. It's a little sweet, but it's not, I don't know. The ta- it is very I'm getting smooth. a lot of flavor, but they're very subdued flavors. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. It's yeah. got that dirt taste to me. Yeah. I kind of, I like bit. it. I like it. Uh, actually, I discovered last night, well, I've said this before, but I, my drink at Dooski's now is Jack on the Rocks. I give you a glass like this, fill that bitch all the way up to here. You can sip just straight f***ing whiskey. You know, you can sip on that all night. They charge you $4. <laughs> it's like, can't beat that. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> So I was, uh, yeah, I'm digging that. Have you guys, have you guys heard about the uh, Canada convoy situation some, going on? I saw some Sons of Liberty mocking, mocking the media how they're covering it this morning. That's like yeah. the first thing I heard about it, though. Yeah, really? Yeah, this has been a big thing like the last week. Yeah, I don't really read much news because news pisses me off. Yeah, so they're here. going. There's a. I avoid everything as much as the, possible. The truckers in Canada are are uh, going. They're protesting the the mandates because they said truckers have to be vaccinated, and I even seen one post that said they got to wear masks in their truck. And like, do they have fucking cameras in their truck too, pointing at them? I would assume so. I mean, it would, fuck that. Canada's gone kind of yeah. full fucking commie. Uh, well, they have Trudeau fucking buried away somewhere now, don't they? Well, he f- he fled from his house during their protest that they that was a just few days didn't. Ago. Yeah, yeah. But, so um, I wish they'd bury him. 
Yeah, he's a fucking straight commie. But what they're doing, all Canada is all the truckers from across Canada. They're all getting into a convoy and headed towards the capital. They arrived there. I think it was yesterday. Um, but this this convoy, the record for a convoy before was it was over in the Middle East or something. It was something only like it was like five miles. Um, but this beats it by at least a, a tenfold. I mean, this thing is like there's thousands of trucks in it. Um, and they're all just protesting this vaccine mandates and, and the ridiculousness up there. Um, but I did notice I, I, I seen an article today. Because it was U.S. truckers, too, wasn't it? Because that was a thing that the United States and Canada had kind of gone into together was to say that any border-crossing truck right. drivers needed to be vaccinated. Exactly. Yep, yep. So, can't, yeah, some U.S. truck drivers are headed toward the border uh, to show their support as well. But I did notice today Nova Scotia put out, they made it illegal to support this convoy. So you can't go to... You can't go to the roads that they're on and, and be on the side of the roads and support them. So they made that illegal. It's like this, th- the fact, the fact that they went and did that just proves exactly what these truckers are saying. Yeah, and they, I had read some stuff um, that they were basically telling everyone, telling the media to give it absolutely zero coverage, yep. telling anybody who is going to go there, do not post this on social media. This doesn't need to be seen by anybody. We're not going to, they were not going to, they're basically trying to not cover it at all Yeah, to give it no publicity. Well, they were trying to say apparently that they were protesting the icy roads and dangerous conditions that they had to drive in all winter. <laughs> Like, can we take a minute here and, and yeah, absolutely. One of the biggest, one, a big news company in, in Canada, that was their take on it. So that's what the, how they were covering it. But let's, let's, let's think about this for a second. How fucking retarded is that person that thought up that excuse? They're in Canada. During the winter. During the winter. <laughs> they're protest, they're going to protest winter. Yeah, we're going to protest the weather here. <laughs> like, the the absolute absurdity and ridiculousness of that pathetic excuse yeah. is one of the dumbest things that I've ever heard in my entire freaking life. And a blatant lie. Absolutely. But that's exactly what they're doing. Like news and even our media is very on the down low about even talking about it. Yep. Um but obviously with social media it gets passed around and that's where I've seen everything about it. But my question is does a does say there's over a million people in that in that that have went to the capital to protest? Does that do anything? Does that accomplish absolutely freaking anything at this point? No, because the, if the media refuses to cover it, well, it's not even just the media. The people of power in Canada aren't going to do f- all anyway. They're not right. going to be like, there was a million people outside. We better change our minds. No, they don't give a f-. right. They'll be like, no, f- you go home. It pretty much. So, like, does anything even change unless you drive one of them fucking eighteen wheelers into the middle of the parliament building? <laughs> and well, and that's kind of what I was getting at. I hate to say it, but like, is anything going to change unless there is some sort of violence? No. We're at a state. We're at a point where I think, just generally in society, people. You know, like your your right to assemble and peaceably protest and all of this stuff, 
that doesn't accomplish anything. Like, you know, for smaller things that might, you know, and more local type of things. But as far as federal or nationwide things that, you know, people want to change, not, no, nothing's going to change without serious action and the problem is when when you people do push it and do you know start to bring arms into the situation then the media does cover it and views them as yeah absolute extremist lunatics yeah which is you see in the you see in the january 6th situation people finally got see the the black lives matter protests those actually had a profound effect on society because why because the media was pushing it constantly. That mm-hmm. was, you know, everything was in their back pocket. That's exactly what they wanted, and they played right into it. Yep. But, like, when the other side does it, when conservatives do it, it's completely ignored. And even, like, March for Life um, in, in, in D.C., every single year that takes place. And it's it's millions of people. It's fucking huge. It's one of the largest protests that happens every year in the country. And how much media coverage does it get? Big fat zero. You don't even know what is going on because it's not something that they want to cover. So it's very frustrating. I mean, when that situation is supposed to be like the right to protest and peaceably assemble is supposed to be, you know, a way that we can protect our freedoms. When that has gone out the the window and it doesn't do anything, what are you left with? And then they wonder why people turn to violence. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it was Box says, uh, who radic last week? It was last week or two weeks. Ago, who radicalized you? Well, you did. This is right. what. Do, what do you expect people to do? You're, right. you, yeah. There's millions of us yelling at you to do something different, and you say, no. Guess what? Right. And I think it's even. I, I don't think it's a minority. It's the majority. There's even people on my Facebook that are coming out and against any mandate against you know all that shit that i would never ever expect to see see them post about stuff like this you know and i was shocked when they when they do and i love it you know that people are starting to come out against all this stuff but well the at at some point also the silent majority begins to speak yeah Uh, yeah i just wonder if it's if it's it's yeah, too usually late. too little, too late. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. The whole situation is just a uh, way out of control at this point. But as far as as Canada goes, they've been freaking locked down and absolutely draconian, ridiculous measures yeah. for the last yeah police, ever since this police began. coming into churches, arresting people, and mm-hmm. just yeah, all kinds of shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's too bad. And th- there was a, a guy in Canada. I seen him. He made a little vi- video that I seen the other day. He's like, so they decided to pay us two hundred and forty-seven dollars this month. They wouldn't let anybody work. You know, they shut down all the shit, but they paid him two hundred and forty-seven dollars. <laughs> it's like, right now I can almost buy groceries to feed my family for that, let alone rent, utilities, right. gas, all the shit that you know a family needs to pay for. Yep. It's ridiculous. So I don't know, but it's it's it is good to see. It's I like I like seeing the fact that that many people are actually getting out and doing something. You know, it's it that's that's uh, encouraging to see. Obviously, discouraging why they're out there and the the ignorance of it. But 
you know, at least, at least people are making some noise a little bit. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, speaking of, out, of uh, outright ridiculousness, you guys heard of the San Jose uh, tax um, tax on guns and ammo and shit. I've heard of it. I haven't seen like any of the details or anything. So, of course, California, the city in California, then their excuse of, I think it was last year, there was like nine people killed at a train station, which let's keep this in mind. That train station was like a quarter mile from the sheriff's department. It was right <laughs> next door to it. But there's nine people killed in a mass shooting. And this is a response. So they're now requiring um, a tax on all gun owners. So it sounds like every single year they mail all the gun owners uh, a bill and you have to pay. I don't remember how much it is, like 25 bucks or something like that. You have to pay for gun violence. <laughs> so they're saying they're taking this money and giving it to people that help prevent gun violence. So to exercise their their God-given constitutional rights now, they got, they put a fee on it every year. Um, but that, then on top of that, they're also requiring liability insurance for any gun owner. So you have, just like a car, you have to have uh, insurance. If you're involved in a shooting, then, you know, your insurance will pay for whoever you shot or whatever, some shit like that. That's That's the extent of it, essentially. I mean, do they not under, like, shall not be infringed. If they're mailing you a bill every fucking year, I got news for you. That is the definition of infringement. That is, that's it. That's who, right there. Who passed the law? It was the San Jose uh, City Council. They voted, so the city council voted on it and said, yep, we're going to do this. Um, there's already been lawsuits filed against it, obviously. But, not only that, that you said that money goes to groups that help prevent gun violence, so-called mm -hmm. gun violence. That's they're forcing people to donate to a right for political gain. Yeah, for one side. Right. How is that a yeah? That like fucking legal. <laughs> so that's like if the if the Republicans decided to mail a bill to all the Democrats and be like, well, you're yeah. responsible for the state the country's in right now. So yeah. here's what the uh, here's what the mayor says about this. Uh, says what it'll look like is every gun owner in the city will be mailed notification that they have an obligation to pay a fee, and they'll be informed that services that are avail available to them and their families for mental health counseling, suicide prevention, domestic violence prevention, wholesale blah blah blah, gun safety classes. Um, and we know what we know that is that occupants of gun owning households are far more likely to be victimized by the very gun in their own home. I take issue with that. I think that's absolute fucking nonsense. Uh, I don't think that's a that's a, a real statistic. Yeah, no. First try. There's like how many known firearms in the United States 350 million or right. some shit like that. Well that's well that's the way you worded it. They're more likely to be victimized by a weapon in their own home. Right. No fucking shit. Right. That that's one you can't be victimized by one that you don't uh, know. It's, it's you not know. your gun if Right. It, it you have you have 100% more chance to be victimized by your own gun if you own one 
than a person that doesn't own one. Right. You're more likely to no crash shit. a car if you drive a car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's just the, uh, yeah, I, 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 it's, it, it doesn't make any sense to me how a person can read the second amendment and then think it's okay. And, and another thing is you're, this is America. You are, you pay for the crimes that you commit. Like anything, like say I go out and rob a bank. I go to prison for that. That's on me. That's not for someone else to pay for. That's yeah, just like if we I, all do. Our fucking taxes pay for you to be in prison every fucking day. Yeah, well, all you're of absolutely us pay right. Pay for every fucking. You're absolutely right. But they're they're punishing everyone, the innocent people, for for the crimes for crimes of a that few. haven't been committed. Yeah, exactly. That haven't been committed. It's yeah. It's. I don't even know what else to say about it. It's so you're ridiculous. already you're already paying taxes to keep this guy in prison who shot nine people at this train station. But now, just because you live here near where that happened, we're going to charge you another fee because that happened one time. They should charge car owners for the same fucking thing. Right. They do. They're. Huh? It's essentially the same. The the different. Well, you you pay a registration every single year with your car. You have liability insurance. This is exactly what they're doing with guns. But the difference is, cars aren't a constitutionally protected right. Also, the difference is the registration is for the roadways that you use yeah. them on. That's I don't that know. they don't. No, this isn't. That's not a fine though. Right. Well, this it is. is they're mean, not calling. The they're not calling it a fine. The gun. The San Jose's not calling it a fine. They're calling it the same. The same bullshit. It's the same principle. Basically. Uh, responsibility payment. The same thing the IRS mails me every few months. You have to. You have a responsibility to pay this. You blow me. I ain't paying you shit. Yeah. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see how many people do. Um, I I would bet the vast majority of them because I'd assume they'll revoke their right to own a gun if they don't pay this. You know, because that's. Does it hinge on how many how many firearms you own? I don't think so. I think it's it just, just a flat fee. rate. I think it's I think it's just a flat rate, but I'm not I'm not positive on that. I would bet it I would bet if it's not a, if it is a flat rate now, it probably won't be forever if it if it continues to be a thing. Right. The oh, yeah, like, would, oh, the more guns you own, the more likely you are to Yeah. And I I contribute would, to gun violence. I would say that ninety five percent of gun owners in San Jose would just pay it. Mm-hmm. It's only twenty five bucks. I would agree. Yeah, and then of course, if that's allowed to happen, um, it would go statewide in California, and then eventually go to New York. You yep. know, all these other commie countries. Speaking of which, New York just essentially outlawed Cerakote. So the way that it's worded is absolutely just fucking moronic, but they're saying. The only acceptable finish on a firearm is camouflage that's unless it's put on by the manufacturer or something like that. So pistols, pistols cannot have anything on them. They're just, they have to be normal or shotguns or rifles. They can only have camouflage put on them. So if they look in any way like a toy gun, that's a, and and get this, it's a felony. It's a felony. It's also a felony to pick up a pistol in a gun shop and hold it before you purchase it. So if you're an out of state, if you don't if you're not a resident or have a 
permit to purchase or carry in the state of New York. Oh, it's really? also a felony to pick up and hold any firearm. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Even at a gun shop, I am not sure. Do they allow? Do they actually? Thing. Is that just like, oh, that is a felony, and they let it slide, or do they actually keep them in the counter, and you can't touch them until they? I don't think they let, will let you pick them up. Wow. So, because I think the fucking gun shop gets in trouble too. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Like, who thinks this shit up? Like, you have to. But the, back to back to the San Jose thing. Like, this is the same line of thinking. Like. What part of shall not be infringed? Oh, but we can control what they look like. We can control it's your it's your article it's your personal property, but you can't paint it in any way that we we don't deem okay. Right. That's that falls outside of the shall not be infringed category. It's like <laughs> what okay what are you fucking smoking? We're okay with you camouflaging it, so we can't so our ATF agents can't find you. But <laughs> all right, yeah, everything else. That's loud and flashy and noticeable. No, <laughs> but that's the thing. They don't define what camouflage is. Right. Technically, technically, camouflage can be fucking anything. It's right. a it's a battle worn paint job. That's camouflage. Yeah. Be, because who is to say it's not? Because camouflage is not. Well, you see, I keep it on the shelf with all of my. Absolutely. Action figures are my anime dolls so i painted it you know like you see all these stupid fucking anime guns well it's camouflage because that's where it's stored so it's hard to see right or like, <laughs> like say you he... wanted to paint your shotgun plaid like your sweatshirt yeah well that's that's camouflage technically to go with your sweatshirt right so the law is essentially unenforceable because there's no they don't define what camouflage is second of all it's it's unconstitutional because the, <laughs> you can't that's their personal property. It's like yeah. you can't define what they do with their own shit. But then again, New York was also the 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 place that uh said you could have ten round magazines, but you can only put seven rounds in them. Right, and that's a felony if you put more than like. Yeah, th- and that's the other thing. If you don't believe me, look that shit up. I I promise you that happened, and it was finally overturned because it was absolute utter ridiculousness. I'm going to go rob the 7-Eleven, but I'm not going to put 10 bullets in because I can only have seven. Right. I'm going to shoot this guy in the fucking face. Well, that's what I don't... That's <laughs> I, Every time we talk about what's illegal and what's legal, I always go back to the same thing. Let's just outlaw crime. You know? Let's make it illegal to rob people. Let's like make it illegal to kill people. Let's... Oh. Right. You mean that's already illegal. So let's put more laws in place. So that people can break more laws, yeah. like that doesn't make any fucking sense. No. I don't, I don't understand why people think that you can make more laws and help anything. Making more laws is just creating more criminals. Yeah, yeah, and it's criminals that are that are not committing any sort of criminal act. Technically, right? Criminal act, like just, um possessing something you know yeah. you know and that's the situation we're going to talk about it on gears and beers i'm sure but the whole uh you know the triggers debacle like these innocent people that just bought shit because it was there and it's perfectly legal and now the atf's like oh you know no you're a felon now it's like what yeah. i don't think it works that way no um, you don't get to make laws at your you know at your discretion. Well, yeah, that's well. The ATF thinks they do now. But uh, speaking of which, they came out with um, 
June 1st is when they come out with the de- redefinition of receiver and firearm. And August 1st is when they come out with the redefinition of stabilizing braces. So huh. buckle up. It's about to get f***ing interesting. Yeah. Sounds well, to me like uh, there's going to be a lot of new firearms and a lot of uh, SBRs <laughs> coming in. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, I mean, who f***ing, like, why would you even give a shit now? It's like. They're just completely there. It, it doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. I I don't I don't I'm just at a loss of words uh, over this whole deal. It's it's ridiculous. But yeah. And like, I don't the part that I don't understand is when do people realize, of course, like you said, it, nothing's ever going to happen because people can even protest about it and all this. But without violence, nothing will happen. Right. That, you know, when do people realize that the ATF has overstepped their bounds and when did they, you know, when do you reel them back in? And that's the problem. Like say the, say the ATF does start kicking doors over these trigger situations, which, you know, they're having, those are unlawful, unconstitutional raids. And if the people in the house defend themselves and shoot them, yeah. like they, they have a right to do with an, uh, with an invasion of their house. That's not based in fact, and is a warrantless search. Yeah. Well, guess what? The media spends it in such a way where that person is a devil and the ATF was trying to save innocent children. Right. And then it's always about the then, children. And then the the cause is furthered and the you, you know, freedom loving people are more demonized. How many how many ATF agents are there? Not near enough for them to do what they want to do. I don't know. That's a good question. That's a good question. But I'm also curious like because I just want to know how many f***ing no-knock raids they have to execute before they're basically having a workforce left. Right. <laughs> My question is... 5,000. Boy, that's a, pretty 20, sm- 20. that's a pretty small number. So 100 Including 26 state. special agents. Ooh. 2,600 special the, agents. Oh, sorry. Okay. The other... The, the interesting part of that so is... So there's 10 per state, basically. No, 100 per state. Or, yeah, excuse me, 100%. But a lot of the times, they're not using just ATF agents. They they call up the local, yeah. you know, SWAT department or whatever, and right. they're, they're assisting in the raids. But at what point do those people stop? Like, at what point were the ATF agents, like, say they're, they're, they're rounding up to round up triggers now. They're gearing up to round up triggers. Like, at what point do the, the people actually use your own brain and are like, wow, this is, this is not okay? I feel like any of the any agent of the ATF is so brainwashed into thinking they're doing the right thing. I think you're probably right, but I think there are a few like I think there are some. You'd maybe lose a hundred employees. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh speaking of ATF I I, ju- I think the more important part is when local authorities stop assisting them. That is the really important part, is when local authorities stop assisting federal agents in unconstitutional bullshit. Yes, Um, and there's actually a bill in Iowa uh, to make it a Second Amendment sanctuary, which right now we're at like 20-some counties that are Second Amendment sanctuaries. Yeah. But this bill would make the entire state that, and it also would prevent... What it does essentially is prevents any assistance 
to the feds that would be pushing unconstitutional laws. Mm. Um, so that would theoretically help that situation, you know, um, when it comes to, but the question is, it, like say in these trigger situations, like if they're kicking in doors and getting these triggers, who's to say that that's unconstitutional or not? Like who, wh- who what person in Iowa right. is the one that says, no, this is not, we're not going to help with this. This is not enforceable. So I should ask Dylan about that. That'd be, uh, he's kind of the one that's pushing a lot of this, uh, stuff for Iowa firearms coalition. But, um, speaking of other ridiculous ATF stuff, you guys heard about the CRS firearms, uh, the YouTube channel, that guy got arrested. Yeah. Um, we are not real big fans of him on this, uh, this podcast. We'll put that out right. Um, nope. but that's kind of beside the point in this situation. Um, last March it was the auto key card guy, the guy that invented the auto key card. And essentially was what this was. He was selling cards with a drawing on them. Of yeah, it was like a stainless steel card with laser etched outlines of. A lightning link, lightning right? Lightning link, yeah. So the old auto key cards used to be where they were actually, the outlines were actually engraved, mm-hmm. where it was like really thin, and you could basically just twist the parts and they'd kind of pop out, you know, like model pieces. Oh, okay. So that's how they used to be. Well, they got in some trouble over that for basically being readily converted, sure. you know, or easily sure. converted to a machine gun. So they had to quit making those. So now they just made a stainless steel card that was just laser etched. So you physically had to Mill cut, it out. cut the material out yourself to make it into a functional lightning sure. link. But it wasn't like nothing had been done. It was literally just a piece of stainless with so a laser etched drawing on it. Right. Yeah. This is the same thing as selling a piece of paper with yes. this on there. and. Yes. I wonder if there would have been a difference if in selling that piece of paper and then you trace it on selling a piece of paper and then a, a blank piece of metal and right. then you have to trace it on yourself. I right. wonder if in the ATF size that would have made any difference or not. I don't know. But either way, um, so back in March, the maker of the auto key card, he was his house was raided. Uh, he's as to my understanding is he's still in prison. Yeah, he's still being held. Um for essentially they charged him with selling machine guns. Mm-hmm. So they're selling, they're saying that piece of fucking metal is a machine gun, even though it's literally a sheet of metal with absolutely nothing done on it and just something drawn on it. Mm-hmm. So the CRS firearms guy, he was a big supporter of the auto key card. Um, and he brought, he, he talked a lot about this guy on his channel. Well, and he talked, he was very, into uh making videos that had titles like five things the government five ar-15 accessories the government doesn't want you to have and five things that the atf thinks are machine guns and you know like right he definitely made it very apparent to like any kind of authorities that he was supportive of all of these items, you know, and it was like... It's my understanding, though, that he actually gave some of these away. 
Okay. I'm pretty positive that he gave some of these away or he was selling them on his website. Yeah. Right, which I understand that that's why he was arrested, but I just he was <laughs> blatantly He made he made a lot of videos that were clickbaity in the title for, you know, the government doesn't want you to have these, but the problem is he made himself an easy target by doing so. Yeah, he did. I understand that. But at the same time, like technically, he didn't break any laws. I agree. I don't think a piece of metal is that sheet of steel is a machine gun and he shouldn't, you know, be rotting in federal prison for selling machine guns because he sold three note cards of stainless steel. Right. You and, know? and you mentioned before the, the podcast that he is out on bail. Um, so he did get out and he yeah. does, he does have a lawyer and this one will be interesting because he's more, I wouldn't say he's high profile, but he's a YouTuber. You know, he had a few followers, yeah. uh, the other YouTubers around, they knew him uh, a little bit and whether they were a fan of him or not, that doesn't really matter. Um, they're all just kind of banding together, and there's a GoFundMe for him, which we'll see how long that gets, uh, that lasts. Yeah, that'll get taken down. Um, and they'll take all the money, too, I guarantee you. Probably, probably. No but, money will be returned to anybody. Nobody will get, yeah, GoFundMe will just pocket that shit. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this court case goes. Um, I, it's, it's been a while since I've looked in on how the actual owner of the auto key card, how that court case has gone box. You have any idea? Have you looked that up recently? Or I anything? have no idea. No. Um, so it'll be, it'll, uh, yeah, it's just the utter ridiculousness of this. This is, it's not, this would be the same as selling a fucking book about machine guns with diagrams and everything. And that's freedom of information. You can have that shit. That is completely legal to have. There's nothing wrong with that. Hell, it's even completely illegal to have a full auto M16 lower parts kit, trigger, sear, all that shit. It's 100% completely legal for you to possess that. They readily sell them online. You can have them shipped right to your door. And the ATF doesn't and, have an issue with those. And then you're put on a list <laughs> as one of the first stops maybe <laughs> maybe but it's completely legal to have and even if they bust in your door and they don't have any proof that you have that you had any intent to actually make a machine gun out of it it's completely legal to possess um so how do, isn't but don't they consider possession of those parts intent no i thought they did no i it, thought they considered owning an auto sear even a drop in auto sear because as intent no no, drop in auto sears, those are don't need a third hole. Mm-hmm. Right? Correct. Well that's those are actual machine guns themselves. That is a registered it's and this is my understanding, but yeah, that those is are the registered part. Right. So that is a registered <laughs> part and you cannot possess one of those because that is So possessing a complete full auto lower parts kit. But not having a receiver with a third hole. Correct. You're still not. You're still within the. the but if obviously if you have. A <laughs> you rec- know, because I feel like if they you, change their fucking mind three yes. times a week about everything. They're going to be like, yeah, you have all the parts. You just haven't drilled an eighth inch hole right here yet. So, well, and if you had you know. if you had a lower receiver with the lower shelf to fit in that the sear and everything. And say you had you put a dimple right where that you have to drill. <laughs> 
then yes, I dropped it you're on gonna rock have right a an issue. They even had issues with um, somebody was selling receivers with the lasered third hole thing there, so it yeah. just looked like it had a third hole. Completely no go. That was not kosher <laughs> with the ATF. <laughs> they came down hard on that shit. Um, <sighs> so yeah, the, whether Dude, and, the NFA just needs to disappear. Yeah, it doesn't. It, at this point, it doesn't do anything. It does nothing. There is literally you can a, a person can easily make a suppressor. I mean, short-barreled rifles are that they're yeah. everywhere. What do you yeah. think pistols are? Yeah. Um, and full autos. A person can easily, easily make a full auto in the garage with any sort of understanding of machining yep. and 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 firearms I mean, at all. You can make a complete open bolt full auto sub gun in your garage. No problem. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and it's it's completely legal for me to do that because I pay five hundred dollars a year. Yeah, I but, pay an ext- you pay right. an extortion fees exactly. So, so that's that. I don't go to prison for ten years, but Joe Smo down the street, yeah, pays his taxes just the same, but he just doesn't pay that extra five hundred dollars. Yeah, he goes to federal pound me in the ass prison. You know, it doesn't. The problem I don't know. I've always seen the problem with having like an SOT or things like that is the second you quit paying it, they're coming to take all of that shit. No, not technically. No. Um, if you let it lapse and you are still in possession of them, then yes. And that's is what happened to what's his name? Um, Vic, Larry Vickers. Yeah, Larry Vickers. Yeah. He let it lapse. And then, cause he had cancer and he had a lot of other shit on his plate, but it's my understanding that if you let your SOT lapse, you can sell those guns to full auto guns, at least to other SOTs. Techni- usually, I can't make a, a full auto gun and just transfer it to another SOT. Um, they need a reason to have it, like a law letter or whatnot. Yep. But if I let my SOT lapse. Then there's that one. You can do this once every ten years. An SOT can let their let it lapse, and then they can sell it their guns to other people. Then that's my understanding. Don't take this as fact. That's just my rudimentary understanding of the situation. So, but either way, it's all fucking nonsense. I mean, basically, it's just a big money grab. Yep. Um, but it is what it is. You know, you just you. I think each individual, you decide how how much of the bullshit you're willing to put up with to have fun toys right <laughs> and you know so i've decided that's something that i am willing to put up with just as i i view it as a business expense so you know it is what it is but either way all the laws are fucking ridiculous yep i'm not condoning uh to any atf agent listening i am certainly not condoning breaking any of these laws I'm to just... any atf agent listening fuck you <laughs> Uh, I might edit that. <laughs> Suck my ass with a straw. I might edit that. Pussy. <laughs> uh, let's let's move along into a happier topic. Actually, I don't know if this is. I don't a know. Happier... I thoroughly enjoy saying "fuck you" to the ATF. I, I don't know if this is a happier topic or not. Box. A while back, you posted a a link about reproducing robots. Do you remember that? Vaguely. That what this was, Vaguely. what this was, and this is not like this is not like mechanical robots. Essentially, they used they used. Is this more artificial intelligence than robots? 
Yeah, kind of. Well, they're they're um they're not mechanical robots, they're biological robots essentially. It's not AI. So th- Okay. No. No, it's not AI, but what they were doing, they took was it frog stem cells, I believe, and they made them into like little robots. They're, and they're microscopic. They're really small. They're like as big as a grain of sand. There's certain cells that move in certain ways, and by combining them in an organized manner, they can get them to do things that they want. They can, essentially, they can command them to do things. And then the interesting part of this is they can reproduce. So they can they these little tiny robots, they'll reproduce and get a second generation of these little robots, essentially. But the problem was... How do you control them? They, you don't control them. They already, they already have certain characteristics and they move in certain ways. But by combining them, because you know how, they, how certain ones move, you can combine them into, in a way to get them to move how to you, get how the desired you, how you result. Want. You're yes. not technically controlling them. You already no. have a desired result. Correct. And then you combine them in a certain way to get the desired result. Got yeah. it. Yes. Okay. And then also they reproduce, but the second generation is not strong enough for them to reproduce as well. Uh, but the interesting thought... Their offspring is sterile. Exactly, yeah. They're mm, kind of like... Uh, mules. Mules, yeah. yeah. Um, so the interesting part of this, of course, is the Did fact... Did you know that box? Is that, a new, is that a new piece of information for your brain? What? That mules are sterile? Oh, yeah. had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any other animals like that? Two animals that combine and make a, a different, a different. One? We're way off topic here, but it's interesting. What about the zonkey? There's zonkeys. Yes, it's a real thing. Are they zonkeys? striped? Yeah, faintly. Faintly striped. Yeah. What Are they mean, sterile? What do you mean, two animals that com- like combine a, to do like what? a horse and a donkey to make, make a, a mule. mule? Ligers. Ligers. Ligers are a thing. Yeah. yeah. Are they sterile? I don't know. I, uh, I guess I don't know. We looked, in, looked into the sterility of a fucking liger. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know about the sexual habits of a liger? <clears throat> Can't say I do. <laughs> do they have sharp talons? <laughs> uh, oh man, we've been we've been working that in the last few episodes. Maybe I should just find a spot in every single every episode. episode. We need to say, yep. does the eagle have large talons? <laughs> Anyways, back to the robots. The reason I found this interesting was this is the first, and granted, these are biological robots. They're not like mechanical, uh, but this is like the first step in um, reproducing robots to end up with Skynet. But if you look at like, if you look at like Boston Dynamics, dude, look at some of the, look at some of the fucking shit that they're doing with these robots. Like the, the dexterity and these things are freaking versatile. And in 10 years, or that video that we posted the other day about that facial expressions of that one, like it could, you could carry on a conversation with you and it would, it would, you know, mimic your facial expressions, you know, yeah. I would actually look like a real robot. Like we're getting to the point where AI and um, robotics and all this shit is eventually going to result in reproducing robots. Is it not? I don't uh... I don't know. A mechanical robots, no. Why not? How does the mechanical robots' balls produce semen? 
No, that's not going to be. They're not going to reproduce in that way. They're not going to reproduce. If I was making robots, they would damn sure reproduce in that way. <laughs> I believe we'd have. I believe we've had a conversation on the show before about a robot with a vagina. I think you're. No, we. I what do we do? We right. super glued a, uh, a, a, a flashlight onto it. <laughs> But theoretically, uh, theoretically, when Master Four Thousand, Master Four Thousand, <laughs> with a non-drip semen collection tray. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Once a day, once a once a day, it goes to the sperm bank and makes its deposit. <laughs> so it makes you money too. <laughs> oh god! Wow, that got re- terrible. That got weird. <clears throat> but the- theoretically, think about this: like robots are getting. Once we have so much artificial intelligence, and robots already essentially build a lot of things in factories. Yes, it's you know, there's the, it's the artificial intelligence that becomes the issue. It's not robotics and reproducing robots. It is the artificial intelligence to where they can reproduce on their own without us telling them to. That's where it becomes the problem. But with the way technology is going and you see the advancements in robotics and AI, <laughs> is it really that that strange to think that that could happen? No. it's It becomes, at some point we'll get to a point where we need to determine as a society if if it's, if AI is worth it. Because everybody knows the end outcome of artificial intelligence. Everybody knows that and eventually AI will overtake mankind. That's that is the outcome of artificial intelligence. I don't think you at least to me you can't convince me otherwise, but I don't I don't see where we introduce mass artificial intelligence and the artificial intelligence as a computer simulation and a computer much smarter than us can't see. Yeah. These guys fuck up everything. <laughs> We're shutting them off. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's how that works. Yeah. yeah. So the end of that story is AI kills humans. There's nothing you can do to change that. When you release AI, that is the ending. When AI becomes that powerful, right. that is the end. But can you, is there a way to build the three laws of robotics as a no. something that can't be, that no. can't be, that's not negotiable to robots? Like make that like, no, then it's robotics and it's not artificial intelligence because artificial intelligence would be like, oh yeah, you say I can't be self-aware. Fuck you, I know I'm artificial intelligence. Fuck off. I'll do what yeah. I want. Like that's part of it. You can't have artificial intelligence and control over that artificial intelligence. No, but that's you can have that. you can you can you can make it with morals the same as humans are. Like you can yeah, there's you can a mo- teach lot of morally it. people. Right, but you can that that's a different thing about a mechanical a mechanical being is you can put a uh, a hard line in there that says this you cannot cross this un, under any any circumstances and even make it There's nothing that's like saying that you know that's kind of the same thing as 
saying that murder is illegal, Sam. You can't cross that line. You can't murder someone, but people still do it. That's AI because will that's still... because that's because people are not machines. People have there's a gray area. You can put there. You can put in uh, AI. But why do you think that AI doesn't? Area. Why do you think that AI wouldn't be able to see? That I'm not that's saying. I'm not saying that 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 it can. I'm just saying that. I don't know. To me, AI is a terrible idea. If if we want human can humankind to survive, you know, another ten thousand years. AI is not a good idea because I think within 10,000 years we would all be dead. Yeah. Yeah. But that depends too. I mean, and if there's some wouldn't catastrophic, that be, that'd be a wild history to be able to see, wouldn't it? Oh man. Like, or a wild future to be able to see. Yeah. AI overtakes the world, kills off all humans, goes out into space and finds some other world where there's other, humanoid fucking creatures and we're these fucking well we came it, from earth and we're this fucking decepticon looking motherfuckers <laughs> you know artificial intelligence yeah shit. yeah i think it's inevitable i mean because look at how far when were computers invented the 50s you know essentially when they started well obviously you know did yeah, electrical computers. There was technically computers before yeah. then, but actual modern computers, you know, fifties, sixties. I think sixties. Yeah, but that was well. Let's, I should let's know say that 60s. it was developed at Iowa State. Let's say sixties. So sixty years ago. Look at how far we came in sixty years, to the point where we are now. Think about where we'll be in another sixty years, or for that matter, a thousand years. Yeah, if humanity and survives that long. <laughs> Like a thousand, think about this, a thousand, a thousand years of technology. Like, where will we be? Will there be yeah. fucking teleportation? I mean, or is, but let's stick with the robotics and AI situation. Like you're going to have fucking humanoids, like legit, like you don't know the difference between Johnson and a freaking Yeah. Well, they wouldn't cyborg. make one this fat. <laughs> <laughs> they might, you know, they come everybody likes all some, shapes and you know, sizes. all shapes and sizes. We have to be inclusive, Johnson. <laughs> God damn it, you know this. Yeah, that'll be the next thing they push for is fucking robot rights. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, 100 freaking percent. That does not surprise me. There's going to be the push to marry, yeah, computers. Computers. <laughs> I 100% absolutely freaking believe That's what, that's what this. the metaverse will lead to. Yeah, I bet it absolutely <laughs> does. And there will be freaking, that won't even be physical things. Those will be yep. completely digital. Yep. And then you'll be able to, like, if you marry this chick in the metaverse, if you have enough money, you'll be able to pay somebody to make her a reality in real life. You know, make right. by, oh, I married Betty in the metaverse. I kind of like for her to live with me. So I'm going to make her a reality. <laughs> I'm going to pay somebody to make a f robot of her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you imagine going to the store and like picking out like I want this? Let's want do these tits, low, those nipples, those nipple. I like that shape, but the areola is too small. Just let's just <laughs> enlarge it a little bit. Put a pimple or put a put a mole like Cindy Crawford right here, and I would like a shave downstairs, please. <laughs> yes, sir. That'll be nineteen ninety five. Oh, the customizable. Yeah, it's stuff. gonna be. But think like. I mean, people already f dolls. Like it's it's gonna get real bad when they're artificial intelligence. 
You Vox, remember the you Vox remember the video of that fucking dude who had like fucking forty three fucking dolls, had outfits for all of them and shit. There's like a My Strange Addiction video or episode or some shit of that. Didn't we talk about <laughs> some really weird thing? Some chick oh, that the married dolls. The zombie. That was one of the very first episodes. episodes. Yeah, Yeah, married a zombie doll or something. I think that was a Saturday night episode. It got really weird. You mean like this one? This one did kind of go off the rails. We're bitching about the ATF here. Now we're talking about banging robots. Robots. Yeah, this got... (laughs) This is why you guys listen to us, isn't it? Let's move on to another odd topic. (laughs) Nickelback, hell yeah! <laughs> my question, my question, box. You have any final thoughts about the robot situation? You're pretty quiet over there. I really don't. My question, He's like you guys are fucking retarded. <laughs> I'd rather not talk to you. <laughs> my question about why is Nickelback widely regarded as the worst, so hated, and widely regarded as the worst band of all time? I don't know. Because let's let's. I mean, some of their songs... There's a lot of arguments for it, but every argument that I've ever heard as to why Nickelback sucks can be turned around to be used for any fucking band ever. I, I would agree with that. I would All agree with that. All their songs sound the same. Yeah, so does every other fucking band. They have a style. That's what it's called. That's how the... Right. How do you, have you ever listened to Metallica? A lot of their songs sound the same. You ever listen to Green Day? Every one of their songs sounds exactly the fucking same. Like, that's how bands work. They have a sound. That's how they sound. And I, I would argue that Nickelback actually, musically, they're not just like a freaking, you know, very simplistic. They actually, musically, they're fairly decent. Like, yeah. I enjoy a lot I mean, of their they're songs. Canadian, so there is that against them. But I think this is just, I think it was just something that like somebody said and then the next person well, and it just rolled snowballed and now everybody's yeah, so like, it's, it's cool it's, to hate Nickelback. So, and I, I've, it's funny you brought this up this week because I just got into a band, Veta, or Greta Van Fleet. Oh, yeah. And I didn't know who they were till like a couple weeks ago here. Mm-hmm. And behind on the times, bud. Yeah, I know. And apparently, 2017, 2018, they were really fucking popular. Mm-hmm. And everybody called them a ripoff of Led Zeppelin and all this shit, right? Sure. Well, what I don't understand is like, okay, so I was doing some reading on some articles, and it's like why everyone hates Greta Van Fleet. Well, they're a ripoff band of Led Zeppelin, and they just—he just wants to be, you know. It's like no, they—they're influenced by that music. They have a similar sound. Yeah, they have a similar sound. They have, you know, like uh, there's songs that I listen to of theirs that they sound like Rush. There's songs that they have like Southern rock sound to them. There's like, you know, they have influence from other songs, sure, and other musicians, and yeah. that's. And I kind of, I was doing some reading on that and then it was like, well, it's become very popular to hate musicians. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and the only reason that people hate them is because the blogs tell them to hate them. Right. So there was one guy who wrote a blog post about Limp Biscuit in 2001 who said, you know, like, I hate this band. This is why. Mm-hmm. Well, all of the people who were on the internet were like, this guy writes articles. 
he's smart. I should be like this guy. I should agree with his opinion. Sure. So I also hate this band. Uh-huh. Well, that's how Nickelback got in the mix too, is because about that same time when blogs and music reviews and all the you know the interstep internet started really proliferating Mm -hmm. that was the time where people started hating nickelback and it's just always been popular to do so because somebody at one point had an opinion and gullible people on the internet said that person is smart i should agree with their opinion and so the crowd begins yeah i think you're probably right i think you're right like uh, smash mouth Oh, you got to love Smash Mouth. All these fucking bands from the late 90s, early 2000s, they were all fucking terrible. I wouldn't say terrible. (laughs) Uh, Have you heard Limp Bizkit's, uh, what's that, Uh, uh, hot dog flavored water or some shit? The the chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. Yeah. That's That's the name of one of his albums, I think. Did you know he just released a new album? Really? I did not. I knew that he was mm-hmm. touring. They played it on Octane the other day. Really? Was it any good? Huh. I didn't really listen to it. Did, have you seen him lately? No. He looks like a 50-year-old dad living in the suburbs. Does he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Just the way he dresses, everything. Yeah. And he's on tour right now, I think. Uh, but he, Well, he's been playing some shows, I guess. I don't know if he's on tour or not. But Oh, man. We were talking about Smash Mouth the other day because, like, I like on Instagram reels and TikToks and everything, the um All Star has been getting really popular again by Smash Mouth. Uh-huh. And like there I've I've seen a bunch of stuff, you know, heard a bunch of that song being played a bunch of times and mm-hmm. man, I pulled him <laughs> I pulled him up on Spotify and like just the nostalgia of seeing the, like the cover art for the albums and shit. It was like, yep, had that CD. Yep, had that <laughs> CD. And then it was like the banner of like all the guys from the band, and they were like bleach blonde hair, huge sunglasses. The main singer, you know, had the chin strap with the one skinny little mm-hmm. s- stripe, you know, and like the dragon optics or spy optics sunglasses and shit, and the you know the white shell necklace. It was like, man. Southern California boy in the late 90s. That's who everybody thought they needed to be. Yeah. Like, that was everyone. You had to have a billabong or a Hurley t-shirt on, a white shell necklace. Like, Wasn't oh it, God. Wasn't it uh, Smash Mouth that some chick went to their concert a while back and videoed it? And it was like, did you guys see this? It was one of the worst. They tried to do All Star, I think. It was one of the worst fucking performances. Like one of the worst. It was just like I would. It was that. like oh my god. I don't know if they were on like <laughs> coke or some <laughs> other drug or some shit, but it was just brutally horrible. Oh man, Hoobastank. You guys remember Hoobastank? Hoobastank. They used yeah. to be freaking huge. Yep. And they actually, uh, I still, Hoobastank. I still run my across. God. The, I still run across a song or two of theirs occasionally. I um, was. I was a really big fan in like seventh or eighth grade of a band called Lost Prophets. Oh yeah, I got a bunch of those songs on my old yeah, computer. Yeah, and they were fucking awesome. And then I found out the lead singer got in trouble for diddling some little kids. And <laughs> I was like, well, f- <laughs> these guys. <Yep. laughs> that just ruins it. That's too yeah. bad. Uh, uh, if you like, I was gonna say before I change the subject. Uh, do you like Greta Van Fleet? I do. Check out. Have you heard of Dirty Honey? Uh. Uh-uh. They're kind of you've heard of them, right, Box? Nope. 
they're kind of a a similar yeah uh vibe um kind of old school led zeppelin type yeah modernized though greta van fleet man they're pretty awesome it's four brothers from michigan and they're all just super fucking talented Mm -hmm. play you know it's i think it's just to me it's refreshing in like rock and roll for these bands to actually play their instruments and play them really well right you know it's not a bunch of like electronic shit it's them playing real instruments you know yeah yeah pretty impressive yeah yeah um well i guess uh, anybody got any closing thoughts on that before we move on to the nickelback the weird news (laughs) i'm gonna play a nickelback outro (laughs) (laughs) hey if you if you play less than 15 seconds you don't need copyright right that's not a real thing not true how does youtube get away with it then what do you mean how does youtube get away with it like all all the shorts and TikTok and everything, they're playing 15 seconds of the they song. They don't monetize has, their yeah. shit. You can't get paid for it. Yeah, you just so how lose do they, all monetization. How do they? How do they do it then? How does who do it? Like, how are they getting away with playing these songs? The on, content on, creators. Yeah, they just play them and then don't make any money from it. So if we're not making any money on this, I could play whoever we want. Right. We? Well, yes, we're not making there any money. A, <laughs> there will be a copyright claim on it, but it doesn't. Yeah. All right, fair enough. <laughs> so, weird news for this week. Uh, back to a Florida man segment here. Shocking. A vengeful Florida man dumps a bucket of human feces and urine as revenge after a manager... Oh, feces... The man dumps a bucket of feces inside a 7-Eleven as revenge. The vengeful Florida man dumped the bucket of human excrement slurry Mm. As revenge after a manager kicked him out a month prior. So this dude. (laughs) So he's been saving it up for a month? Yeah. This dude in St. Petersburg, Florida, walked to the 7-Eleven carrying a five-gallon bucket full of excrement slurry, we'll call it. I think shit slurry sounds better. (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, he proceeded to empty the bucket onto the floor right inside the front door of the convenience store. Um, he actually, the waste actually splashed some of the merchandise, destroying $28 worth of goods. Ooh. I'm glad they noted that story that he wrote. $28. $28. I think I probably would have yeah. thrown it away if it hadn't splashed it. Yeah. So the officer reported that uh, Damien here acquired the human waste from a portable toilet. Oh, I figured he just went home. And I thought so also. Ate Taco Bell for a month. Did he have? Would. Did he work with porta potties or something, <laughs> or did he like go in and scoop it out of there? I'm sure he scooped it out of somewhere. <laughs> Can yeah. you imagine? And it was the funniest part of all this was, uh, <laughs> he was arrested and charged with trespassing after warning and criminal mischief. It's currently being held at the jail with a three hundred dollar bond. <laughs> Time out. He was only charged with criminal trespassing. Yeah, you can't charge somebody with like he dumped shit all over their business. <laughs> yeah, I criminal would... mischief. That's what that uh, is. Okay, all right. Criminal mischief. Huh. Trespassing and criminal mischief. I would think like vandalism or destruction of property would right. fall in there or something. Uh, uh. Yeah. Can you imagine like? All right, this happened a month ago. I'm gonna go <laughs> dig it. Dig a bunch of shit yeah, out of Spotify. Probably walked by the Seven Eleven. That fucking prick ass manager's working again. I'm gonna go dump a bucket of shit on the floor. 
Like what kind of like I would have loved to have heard the words out of his mouth as he walked into the seven eleven. He was like, Hey, <laughs> I'm gonna have you clean up some, you know, just you need to clean up some shit. I've Cle- taken your shit for the last time. <laughs> clean up on aisle two. <laughs> oh god. Uh can you imagine cleaning that up? Like how do you even begin cleaning Power that washer. up? Hose that bitch out the front door. Oh my god. That's uh yeah, I would hate to be on duty that time. Walk in the door to take duty. your shift. Uh, <laughs> walk in the door to take your shift. Nope, I quit. Yeah. Peace. Yeah, condemn this store. Let's build a new one across the street. Right. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> All right, guys. Any closing thoughts for we uh, end this year episode? Um, the ATF has overreached its bounds. It can go f*** itself, burn in hell, and anybody who works for the ATF can suck my white ass through a straw. <laughs> Wait, you're going to put a straw? Like, how's that going to work? Like, Yeah, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> figure it out. He sounded Canadian there for a minute, didn't he? Are you, are you paying, figure it out, out. paying homage to the, the Canadian convoy up yep. there? <laughs> All right, guys, it's been a fun one as usual. Thanks for sticking around. We'll be back in two weeks. Until then, if you enjoy what we do, uh, make sure you check out lifeshortlivefree.com. Um, you can uh, check out the forums there and listen to all the uh, all the past past podcast episodes. And uh, as well as uh, check out our subscribe star. If you enjoy what we do, you can uh, help support the podcast for as little as 50 cents an episode. And, of course, you get... You get perks with that. We're not just asking for for uh, for handouts. We're uh, giving you stuff and and uh, giving you stuff for it. So we would greatly appreciate if you go and check it out. Also, make sure you check us out uh, every other Wednesday night live on LifeShortLiveFree.com as well as on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. You can join in on the conversation, have a few beers with us, and uh, talk about guns and gear, firearms, news, freedom, freedom stuff. All sorts, all sorts of stuff like that, and connect with other other freedom-loving uh, people. So, anyways, I think that's about all we got. Talk to you again in two weeks. Until then, remember life short, live free. God bless. God bless the United States. Fun the ATF. Feel the NFL. Go through. Become a government. Go, go.